Hello and welcome to the Bundaberg Now podcast, brought to you by Bundaberg Regional Council. This podcast is all about showcasing news, events and people in our beautiful region. I'm your host, Genevieve Lyons, and today on the show we hear about yesterday's Skate with Mates event in Bagara. Then Marion Cox from the Bundaberg Mature Women Group tell us about their 18th birthday coming-of-age celebration. Afterwards, we hear from Mayor Jack Dempsey about a way to recognise our region's outstanding women. And we get an insight from the library staff about their favourite childhood books to give you some reading inspiration for the young ones in your life. But first, here's a quick news recap from this week's top stories. Queensland Rugby League has announced the annual Queensland Maroons Fan Day will take place in Bundaberg on June 1st. Fans will have a chance to meet their favourite Maroons players, witness live entertainment and take part in the Oswide Bank community activation. Here's Mayor Jack Dempsey with more. It's State of Origin Fan Day here in Bundaberg on June the 1st. So if you're a proud Queenslander, come and see your favourite State of Origin Mighty Maroons team, as well as all the other legends of rugby league here with Sean Green, the coach of the Origin team in Bundaberg. The majority of events are going to be in and around the multiplex, everything from jumping castles to other free events for the young people to get your signatures, meet the Mighty Maroons. So please Please come on down, have a great family fun day with the Maroons. International e-scooter provider Neuron Mobility said its Bundaberg launch has been one of the most successful yet, with more than 10,000 trips in less than a week. The e-scooters were launched over the Easter long weekend, with locals and visitors giving them a whirl in both Bundaberg and Bagara. And a Bundaberg family has won the lottery, taking home $200,000 after purchasing a ticket while on holiday in Harvey Bay. The surprise trio declared that they were feeling on top of the world. And that's the weekly news wrap. Skate with Mates was held in Bagara yesterday thanks to the Queensland Government's Thriving Communities Grant. The aim was to teach young people new skate skills, enjoy time with their friends and see what great services we have on offer around the region. Here's Community Development Officer Adam Poole speaking with Bundaberg Now's Morgan Everett. So today we're here at the Bagara Skates with Mates. Uh, it's part of our National Youth Week activities, although in Bundaberg region we run it over the month because we've got a fair bit on. And what is the Youth Development Action Team? So the Youth Development Action Team is our team of young people from around Bundaberg. They feed ideas uh, into council that they're, uh, they're hearing about in their schools or in their youth groups or wherever they're hanging out. Uh, so we rely on the Youth Development Action Team to feed in their great ideas and their project plans and help guide council to make the Bundaberg region a truly better place for young people. And how can people get involved in the Action Team? So people uh, can get involved in the Youth Development Action Team by going to our website. We've got our membership form on there. Or come down to one of our events. We've also got our membership forms here. Uh, and we'll be happy to give them to you and uh, welcome you onto the team. Um, what is the aim? The aim of the Youth Development Action Team is to be a channel for young people to get their ideas, their concerns uh, and their opinions into council and for us to be able to join with the young people around the region to work on what's really important to them. So why is it important to hold events like this? So holding events like this allows people to come together 
um, and create that sort of social cohesion which we're looking to build. And that's especially important for young people, uh, especially during the school holidays when they may not have a lot on. They can come down to things like this with their friends or they can also come down and meet new friends. It's great that the Red Frogs have come down today. Uh, they've come down to do the skate workshops here and they're also doing a barbecue down here. Uh, we also have a number of our organisations that are very uh, centred around young, uh, helping young people around the place. They've come down as well to provide some support and assistance and resources. The Bundaberg Mature Women Group celebrated its 18th birthday with a party, a speech from the Mayor and, of course, a morning tea. Convener Marion Cox gave Adele Moore some history of the club and a special insight into the benefits the group have had on her life. So thanks for having a chat with me, Marion. Can you tell me a little bit about what BMW is? Well, BMW is basically a group that was formed originally 18 years ago to um, allow women who are new to the area to make new friends. Um, it was started by a member, uh, a lady called Anne Hoffman, um, and she, well, if I can read you the history, this is what it says. In response to an advertisement in the local paper, a small group of women came together to form a friendship group. Some were relatively new to the Bundaberg area and keen to make new friends. Others were locals, also looking to meet someone new. They met regularly from early April 2003 in, in the School of Arts building on Bourbong Street. Originally formed as a sub-branch of OWN, which is the Older Women's Network, this small group soon decided to focus more on the local area and the group became known as Bundaberg Mature Women. Guided in the early days by its founder, Anne Hoffman, and the principles espoused in the mission statement, the group soon outgrew their meeting room and moved to the Bowls Club on Key Street. The group became incorporated in 2006 and Lynn Lucas became its second convener. In 2007, a social network began meeting in Jinjin on Thursdays to accommodate those members who lived there and also those unable to travel to Bundaberg. The management committee of BMW meets once a month with continued support from members and the community who appear as our guest speakers. In 2010, the membership had grown to 180 members with weekly meetings averaging between 90 and 100 women in attendance. There was concern then that we would soon outgrow those premises as well. As reflected in our mission statement, BMW is incredibly supportive of its members, especially through hard times and bereavement, yet generously supports both local businesses and charities as well as participating in Daffodil Day and Cancer Council fundraising. We hope that our group will continue to provide friendship and support to all members in a safe and happy environment. And as BMW celebrates its 18th birthday today, these special and precious women from a myriad of diverse backgrounds enjoy their retirement years, sharing a unique bond that each of them has had a hand in creating. All our members contribute, even if it's only by their regular attendance and involvement. And may we always be there for each other and make every new member just as welcome. Thank you to every one of you. Great. Well, it sounds like it's an amazing group. So what are we celebrating here today? Our 18th birthday. And how are we doing that? By having a party and a lot of fun. <laughs> Great. Um, and are you looking for new members? 
Um, yes, we're welcome to have, have new members. Um, we had a stall at the Seniors Expo and um, we actually contacted a, a, a few women contacted us. I've, COVID sort of put a dampener on things because when COVID's around, we can only have 60 people in the room. I mean, ideally, without COVID, we would have had this room filled with over 80 women today. You know, so um, it's, we're just trying to celebrate as best we can with, with at least a third of our membership not here. Yeah. And for you personally, how do you think this has um, added to your life, being in a group like this? Um, this group has been my salvation. Um, I'm a convener now because I feel as if I'm giving back for all the support that I had. I've lost family members and have gone through the grieving process and without the support of the, the membership here, I would not be here. Right, well, what a fabulous thing we have here to support each other. Thank you so much for having a chat. You're welcome. Mayor Jack Dempsey is asking Bundaberg Region residents to put forward any ideas of local women who could be acknowledged in public memorials. Mayor Dempsey said he was inspired to pursue the idea after eight-year-old Marlia Knox petitioned State Parliament for greater representation of women and girls in public spaces. Today is a very special day because it's actually calling on the community to uh, submit ideas for local women who can be acknowledged in public memorials. And this is a great initiative of the state government to uh, address that gender imbalance which is recognised across many areas in Australia and the world. And uh, certainly we would like to see Bundaberg to be the first to be able to get on board with the state government in increasing the, uh, the memorials and statutes of women who have contributed so much to our community and uh, certainly by having the community involved uh, it will be able to embrace the spirit and the pride which the community has in uh, women and young girls that are already in our community. And let's face it, most of our public statutes and monuments honour the memory of famous men and we're certainly not questioning their worthiness but just agreeing that there is a, a lack of women representation across this particular area of uh, community and uh, here's a great opportunity with the support of the state government to encourage public art and recognise some of the amazing achievements of women who were born in the Bundaberg region or made significant contributions here and elsewhere uh, right across Australia and internationally. So we're starting the community conversation. We're asking for your ideas. So we're asking for your ideas. We've put forward uh, a, a list. It's not exhaustive, but uh, just to get the mind and, uh, and interest thinking, we've obviously put out there Gladys Moncrief, Florence Broadhurst, a talented designer who worked uh, here, as well as uh, she had a very uh, colourful life, particularly in the design industry. Mary Foote, um, who was a, a journalist and teacher, the Pelican Builds and uh, other poems were iconic to her. Mary Worth, who was actually in the Circus Hall of Fame member and was born in Bundaberg in 1894 and is described as one of the greatest female acrobats on horseback of all times. And uh, here's an opportunity to further recognise that and hopefully inspire young women within our community. And even uh, Margaret uh, Metalhauser, she was the first female stockbroker in Australia and one of the first female stockbrokers in the world. Born in Bundaberg, her family moved to Brisbane where she won a place at the University of Queensland uh, 
when she was only 16. A great feat in its day and graduating with a Bachelor of Commerce in 1952. These are all inspirational uh, people and uh, particularly a, here's an opportunity, a great way to recognise them and hopefully be further inspiration for young girls uh, who are aspiring for greatness uh, in their lives and how they can contribute to the community. Jala and Stephen from the Bundaberg Library recently sat down to have a book chat. Now in this instalment they talk about their favourite childhood book and the impact that it had on them. Hello and welcome to Book Chats. Today we've got Stephen, who just said the little hello, and myself, Jala. So Stephen and Jala from Bundaberg Regional Library. Hello, hello. So today in Book Chat we're going to have a bit of a chat about some of the some of the books or maybe just one or two of the books from our childhood that really stood out and for a number of reasons. So personally mine stood out not just because of the book itself but how it was read and how it was introduced to me and Stephen has some has a favour of his own as well to talk about. So Stephen did you want to start off with yours? Indeed, indeed. So the book that uh that I've chosen from my youth is The Wind in the Willows, uh, essentially because it is just a great book in terms of camaraderie, animals living on a riverbank, having adventures, toad from Toad Hall and all his crazy fads that he has. <laughs> and uh, and if you're a fan of, uh, of Pink Floyd, their album Piper at the Gates of Dawn is inspired by the book as well. I highly recommend having a little bit of a read of it. So what chapter was the, the song taken from? Uh, the song, well, the album uh, Piper at the Gates of Dawn is taken from chapter seven of the book. Oh, that's interesting. Mm, indeed, indeed. And uh, yeah, as I said, it is a great story of friendship and, uh, and overcoming any kind of difficulties that life throws your way. And I think it's definitely one that's classed as a classic in terms of children's literature. Um, it's one that is brought up and it's one that is fairly enduring in in terms of library collections and things like that. Absolutely. It's a canon. <laughs> <laughs> so my book that I particularly favourite is Rowan of the Rin by Emily Rodder. Mm. And the reason why I particularly favoured that one, I think it was it was introduced to me by a school librarian in such a way that just help me connect with the character. So it's it's a bit of a trilogy. So Rowan is the typical underdog who has to go through lots of trials and tribulations mm. to to end up being the hero of the village that he was a part of. And I think it was the first time a hero was introduced to me where he was a caring hero, wasn't just the typical hero, wasn't just the typical underdog. Yeah. He already had a role. He was basically Sherpa of the the Baksha. Mm. Um, so he already had a good responsibility but was also shunned by the co- the community at large because he wasn't he wasn't this typical village member kind outsider. of thing. The classic outsider. <laughs> or the classic insider. <laughs> so so I think I think that was that, that growth that he went through really stuck to me. Maybe it was just the period of, of primary school that mm. I needed to have that story. And I think that's that's something that um really sticks out to me as a youth librarian, the idea that there is a book that sometimes just hits the spot. So the kids grow up and we don't know what why that hits the spot for them. Mm-hmm. But even as adults, we find something in books and I think that adds that extra layer. So when we look at 
what books we favoured and why. They still make an imprint on us today and we can still talk about memories that we have associated with it today. I think that just highlights the phenomenal power of books and and what that brings to your life as a kid Mm. into adulthood and – they spark yeah. the imagination. They do, and yeah. they challenge you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you might not consciously know that they challenge you, but they, they get you to think in different ways, mm-hmm. um, fun ways or enjoyable exactly. ways or, or you know, really soul-searching ways. So it depends on the <laughs> books. But with kids' books, it's mainly just gets you to see through somebody else's eyes. Absolutely, absolutely. So our recommendation is come into the library Grab a book and have an adventure. Absolutely. (laughs) And thank you from uh, everyone out there. It's goodbye from Jala and it's goodbye from me. Bye. And that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Join me again next week for more news and stories from across the region. Bye for now.